They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Welcome to the Combini Boys podcast, where my friend Mike and I share the latest and greatest from Japan's amazing convenience stores. In this week's episode, we talk about two chickies, share our winning and losing items from the Big Three Conveni, discuss a family mart with a bar, hear from the spicy commentator on a new Conveni suite, hit the gimbal with Mike, and listen to our first Conveni memory. Now, let's head off to the Conveni. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How are you doing? Doing well. It's uh, a sunny day out here in Cambridge. And uh, yeah, just sipping a little coffee. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, doing doing great this Sunday morning. How are things over in Kanazawa? Yeah, things are good. It's starting to get a little chilly. Um, so uh, yeah, it's starting to go into the winter season here. I myself have what I've been having recently. This is the Taruhai. I think I've mm-hmm. talked about this a couple times recently. Nice. This is my go-to these days. Um, yeah, just getting back was at the in-laws. My uh, oh, yeah. my young strapping boy Leo just uh, turned one year old. Congratulations! So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, no things are good here. Um, and uh, hey, another week, another Combini Boys episode. I'm getting pumped up. Um, I don't know. How about you? Oh, I'm jacked up. And uh, as usual, we have a lot to talk about, Mike. So what do you say we just dive right into it? Let's do it. All right. As always, you know where we're going. We're going to the Chicky Wars. So, mm-hmm. uh, Matt, we got a couple of Chickies this week. And let's just jump right into it. We are looking at... Oh, boy. We're back with the Karage-kun. Mm-hmm. And this week, we're looking at the tartar sauce, the taru-taru sauce Karage-kun. Um, as you can see, this is the black label. So this is a premier Karage-kun right here. Oh. Um I don't know. What are, what are your first impressions on the the old Taru Taru Karage-kun? Well, first off, this is we we think this is known flavor 208. Yes. So Karage-kun marches on with the flavors. The Taru uh, the tartar sauce, you know, um I'm struck by it because in the US tartar sauce normally paired of course with fish and chips, fish sticks, things mm-hmm. like this, not typically chicken. Mm-hmm. It did make me think about an opportunity to have more mashups with sauces typically paired with other types of meat. For example, Ooh. I'd like to see maybe an A1 steak sauce, karaage-kun, Ooh. one day, or a turkey gravy, karaage-kun, one day, <laughs> especially with Thanksgiving coming up over here in the United States. Ah. But um, no, I'm a big fan of tartar sauce. I don't know exactly how this is going to work out because this is not mm. a dipping sauce. They've somehow no. managed to fuse... The tartar, mm-hmm. the tartar sauce flavor, and you can see there, you got the Karaege-kun mascot. He is hugging and squeezing <laughs> the tartar sauce bottle, and you see it's almost in the in the in the cartoon there. He's injecting it somehow yes. into the Karaege-kun. So this is not a dip. Uh, Want to be clear about that? Yeah. No. Um. I think so. As you've as you remember from recent black label Karagekuns premium Karagekuns, usually these include something inside of the, the Karagekun as oh. well. So you have the corn, 
you had the cheese oh. and these you actually have these dense bits of stuff inside so i think this is going to be like you said inject i think we're going to get pockets of tartar oh. sauce in there wow. so you know what i to you know first thought i was just like eh, i don't know but i don't know i think this is possible this could be a new thing like you said with the sauces inside and i, I gotta say i'm I'm pretty excited about it. Excited to see this product and uh, hopefully uh, hoping to see it on uh, at the Gemba segment in the coming weeks. Oh, I do as well. All right. So going on to one other chicky this week. What do we got? We've got none other mm. than Ooh. the Family Mart premium chicken. Mm. Konetsuki, that's the bone in. And Matt, you know, this is not a new item. This is a seasonal item, I think you'd call it. You know, every winter, and we reviewed all the um, the convenies in there, their sort of uh, preparation for the Christmas season. This usually gets wheeled out around this time. This is a classic. And, um, you know, I, I think our, our viewers and listeners, but, well, especially our viewers will understand, this is just a drumstick. This is a drumstick mm-hmm. right here, folks. Mm-hmm. And um, for our listeners, yeah, it's just whatever you think when you think of drumsticks, that's what it is. But it's the premium chicken. I don't know, Matt. What what do you think about the uh, the Family Mart's premium chicken here? It looks, of course, outstanding. I'm a big fan of the bone in chicken mm. because you can you can get a better handle on it. You can yeah. like mention that you can pivot it, and you can get a you know a couple foot pounds of torque on the bite there <laughs> and unleash just a splattering of chicky juice. <laughs> Um, so I'm pretty excited about this. 13 herbs and spices as well on this thing. But uh, I don't know. My Japanese is a little rusty here, Mike. Are they saying that they're limiting the quantity of these premium chickens here? Mm-hmm. To, uh, 30 per store. Is that is that correct? Yeah. I And I imagine this is 30 per day. This per could, day. If per this day, was 30... Yeah, yeah. It does say limited to 30 per store. But yeah, if this was per store, I mean, it would sell out in one morning. So <laughs> I can't imagine that, that that's what this is. But um, well, sure, the construction is, workers would polish that off by 630 a.m. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And um, but it is the premium chicken, you know, and um, it's another sign that Christmas and winter is here. So, um, yep, that wraps us up for the Chicky Wars this week. Um, I think, Matt, next we're going to be looking at the scoreboard. That's right, Mike. Each week we look at the scoreboard where we see how many new items are coming out at the Big 3 Conbini. And the numbers this week, we got Family Mart at 59, Lawson Mm -hmm. at 32, and 7-Eleven at 114. Mike, any reaction to those numbers this week? 7-Eleven a little bit lower than normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's interesting, mm-hmm. especially coming in the winter season. I'd expect mm-hmm. to see more like 150. Who knows? 180. Um, the other numbers, I don't know. You know, it sounds right, right about right. You know, seven or uh, Family Mart with around 60, and uh, Lawson with um, yeah in the 30s or 40s. So um, yeah, no, I think it sounds good. What, what do you think? Yeah, kind of right in everybody's wheelhouse. No surprises this week. Um, mm-hmm. 
And next, we're going to check out our winners and losers. Uh, we've scanned through all of these items, and each yeah. of us has picked out a winner amongst the big three and a mm. loser amongst the big three. So why don't we start off with the losers here, Mike? I'm going to throw yours mm. up on the big mm-hmm. screen here. Always excited mm-hmm. to see what you managed to pick out here. This, oh my God, what the hell? <laughs> all right, Matt, what we're looking at here. <laughs> is the wagyu now that word itself probably gets you excited sukiyaki and that also might get you excited man and that's gotta get you really excited but unfortunately what we're looking at here we've got a uh, nikuman here we got some really juicy delicious looking beef around here what this is it's a sukiyaki for people who don't know sukiyaki is um it's a grilled meats and vegetables and then what you do is you you have a raw egg that you um crack mm. and put into a dish and then you dip those things into mm. that and eat them so uh sukiyaki i mean it's a classic japanese dish but you know what they were trying to do here is combine the two main ingredients in that which were the egg and the beef but matt as you can see this looks like I don't know. You know, you got a Nikuman. We love Mons here mm. at the Convenience Boys. They're one of, the, I mean, it's top of the line. But unfortunately, this this beef looks like it is farting out some egg yolk here. <laughs> it's really a sad state of affairs. They got to get a diaper to get this thing under control. I don't know, Matt. Um, you know, I love Mons and I hate to pick this up. And it's from Lawson as well, which has been on top of its game recently. But this just doesn't look like the mon for me. Uh, uh, how about you? Yeah, Mike, I got to tell you, I was really confused when I pulled this up because I saw the name of the product and I thought I had made a mistake pulling up your winner because surely Wagyu, Nikuman, yeah. Suki, that actually sounds pretty good. But then the mm-hmm. image, mm-hmm. the image is absolutely horrifying. As you said, it is putting <laughs> out an egg yolk here, which is just a travesty. Uh, they this could have been a near perfect uh, product, but mm-hmm. they they blew it by insisting on adding the raw egg yolk inside of the nikuman. So um, wow, that is uh, disappointing to say the yep. least. Yep, yep, yep. Disappointing is the key word. I think you know, like you said, one one mix in this, and it would have been great. But um, nope, that's my loser for the week. Okay, Mike, on to my loser. Mine comes from Family Mart here, and this is the fried tofu cheese and pizza sauce dish. (laughs) What? Um, Yeah, what we're looking at here is cubes of fried tofu topped with shredded, looks like mozzarella cheese and some bacon with some sweet tomato pizza sauce. Mm. Um. Mike, I think this is from the uh, Family Mart's uh, Totally Hammered with No Food in the Fridge series. Um, (laughs) Just somebody scraping together parts to uh, piece together something that looks like food. Yeah, this is horrifying, Mike. I can't imagine this tastes good at all. No. um, You know, recently we've seen, and to your... And your wife's delight, um, you know, some vegetarian options that's in right. the um, in the kombini. I think maybe that's what they're going for here. I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, I wish they would have gone, you know, left, right, center, back. I don't know any <laughs> anything besides this because this 
is a sad state of affairs. Just look at this. There's nothing living going on in this bowl. I mean, this is a cold, sad state of affairs. I imagine this is a heated dish. It, it must be, be. Absolutely. Yeah. But, um, oh, man. Yeah, the battered and fried cotton tofu is topped with cheese and spicy pizza sauce to give it a pizza-like taste. Pizza-like yeah. taste. Yes. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> I, I don't think that this is going to make it out. This is going to be a one-week item. They're going to kick it off the shelves. Nobody's ever going to, you know, remember it. Um, yeah, this is a this is a unfortunate item, and I, I totally understand. All right, well, let's pick ourselves back up here and take a look at some winners. Let's see what you yeah. got in the winners circle this yep. week, Mike. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. pulling it up here. Yep. Oh boy. Whoa. Oh boy. Mm. Yes. Oh, holy. Yes, my friend. Um, for our podcast listeners, you can't see this, but let me describe what you're looking at here. Well, let me explain what the item is. This is the Fuatoro. <laughs> the Fuatoro. If that doesn't get you excited already, this is the <laughs> Fua Fua Merengue no Ricotta Pancake. And ladies and gentlemen, what we're looking at here, we're looking at some pancakes. But that is got some ricotta cheese on top of that mm. and some maple sauce. And these are the softest pancakes I've ever seen in my life. This is just two pancakes mm. and you got that nice sauce. And oh my goodness, Lawson, what they've been doing recently with these soft dishes. We had the the mm. wiener a couple of weeks ago and... And man, I I don't know how they make things so soft. I just want to eat this. Wake up in the morning. It's mm. you know cold. You got this nice soft pancake. Oof! This just looks amazing. And um, yeah, I definitely want to get my hands on this. Mike, this is uh, one of the best products I've seen in a long time here. <laughs> these things look so light and fluffy. I think they just melted that butter on top to keep these pancakes from floating away. Outstanding choice. Wow, that is really good looking. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh, I gotta stop looking at this thing. I gotta pull myself together here. Yep. yep. Um all right. Uh in my winner this week, Mike, this is from 7-Eleven. This is the oh. Mr. Donut Ice Bar. And a quick oh. shout out to Una McGee on Twitter who brought this to our attention. Thank you for doing that. Mm. Uh, this is a mashup, Mike. This is a uh, Mr. Donut, the classic donut chain in Japan, mm-hmm. uh, collaborating with Morinaga, the well-known dessert ice cream company, to mm. put together a fantastic-looking donut ice bar. This is ice mm. cream bar. Mike, um, I'm a huge fan of Mr. Donut. Actually, oh, yeah. when my wife and I, we were living in Japan, that was really our date spot, Mr. Donut. <laughs> we loved it so much. <laughs> it was actually our first date spot for real. It was a Mr. Donut. We picked up a couple donuts together. And, mm-hmm. you know, we used to go to this ramen shop that was not so good, but we'd have a few brewskis. Next thing you mm-hmm. know, we're eating some bad ramen. Mm-hmm. I got about five minutes to get home before my butt blows up. I always made time <laughs> to stop at the Mr. Donut on the way home to pick, pick up a honey glaze, oh. a, a ponder ring, and then a wild card, three donuts. Oh. Have uh, another two minutes to get home before the uh, 
bomb went off <laughs> and enjoy those things before heading off to bed. So very excited to see this Mr. Donut ice bar here. Yeah, this looks amazing. Yeah, Mr. Donut, a.k.a. Miss Doe. This is one of the most cherished chains in Japan. Um, as you can see, you've got that the legendary logo there. Um, and this looks like it's the Enzeru Cream, or the Angel Cream Angel flavored. Cream. That's right. Yes. One of the best. Um I'm just so glad we could uh, we could pick up Mr. Donuts here on the uh, Comedian Boys podcast. Like you said, we could. I mean, we, we have this podcast about um, the Combini, but you could have a whole separate podcast show, you know, Netflix series on Mr. Donuts itself. And um, for anybody in Japan, if you've never been, I can't imagine that that is any segment of person in Japan. But um, this is this looks amazing, and I would love to have this. This looks great. All right, so that uh, wraps up for the scoreboard in our winners and losers this week, Mike. Now, uh, mm-hmm. what do we have on tap for our main story this week? All right, Matt. Well, this week, yeah, we've got a big one. This is a, uh, a lunker. This is one of the biggest stories we've ever <laughs> broken on the, the Combini Boys podcast. And I just got to give a shout out. This is uh, Kevin O'Shea on Twitter told us about this one. Uh, Kevin O'Shea of Just Japan Podcast and MakingBetterTeachers.com. Matt, this is a big old story. What I'm talking about, and let me just show you what we're looking at right here. Matt, you know, the Combini, we've talked about a lot of zones. We got a lot of zones at the Combini. Yep. This is a whole new division of the Combini. <laughs> what I'm talking about, Sora News 24, this is what we're looking at. <laughs> Pairing Japanese whiskey with Fami Chiki at Kyoto's new convenience store bar. <clears throat> That's right. Somehow, Family Mart in Kyoto has combined... The Combini with a bar. So, um, Matt, I know you saw this story, but basically what we've got, there's a, there's a family mart, a convenience store here, and you go in, you buy whatever you need, mm-hmm. and then you, uh, you know, there's another, there's another little door leading into another store, and that store Ooh. is a bar mm-hmm. where you can pair whatever you bought at the Combini with some whiskey, with some drinks. Um, so basically, it is a merging of the stand-up bar and the Combini. Um, I know, I know you you were you saw this story. What do you what do you think? No, I think this is a fantastic idea. The Combini already has a fabulous selection of alcohol and food that pairs well with alcohol. What's mm-hmm. fabulous here is they have taken it to the next level and have identified a whiskey paired. Mm-hmm specifically for the Fami Chicky. On the barrel, it says for Fami Chicky use only. <laughs> so you pop into the bar, you grab your Fami Chicky, you pair it with the whiskey, and then you can just sip and snack at the Family Mart, Mike. And, you know, when you got something like this, why waste your time trudging through a horde of tourists at Fushimi Inari or mm-hmm. King Kakuji, when you can sit back, sip whiskey, eat your family chicky, and view the completely unremarkable, and some would say ugly, Kyoto Tower just outside the window. <laughs> this is a much better experience when it comes to going to Kyoto. I think, uh, you know, absolutely outstanding concept, and yeah. I only wish 
the next time I'm in Japan, this is still there. Yeah, yeah, no. And it's it's really amazing because, you know, normally what you do, you go to the kombini, you buy your drinks, you buy whatever you're going to eat, and then you got that long 10, 20, you know, minute, you know, shuffle home before you can enjoy what you're doing here. You just get it, boom. And right. you know, Matt, you know, sometimes that 10, 20 minutes can be a game changer in terms of the, the flavor of that family chicken. Of the chicken, absolutely. Too cold. Yeah. It's too cold, you know, that's... You know, you've lost a lot of what's uh, great about the family chicky, but um, it's a balancing act for sure because you want to pair the family chicky with the beer or the chew high, whatever you got with it, mm-hmm. but you mm-hmm. also don't want to let it get too cold. So you're always wondering, do I eat this now or do I wait? And now that problem is solved. You've compressed the lead time down from 20, 10 minutes down to almost instant. You buy it, you start sipping, you start sipping. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is a huge innovation. And actually, we were looking so Osake no Bijutsukan, Bar Liquor Museum. So actually, this isn't the first instance of this. Um, it mm. seems like they they collaborated with uh, Poplar, who, uh, a comedian that we don't talk about much here. Yep. Um, but um, last year, and then it looks like Lawson, they did something as well. But um, we're just gonna have to keep our eye on this. And see where this goes because who knows? You start with a bar. What's next? It's a restaurant. What's next? I don't even know. So we're, you know, Matt. Absolutely. I don't know. This is this is this is a whole new frontier. Um, but uh, I'm I'm excited to see what happens. As am I. All right, Matt. Well, um, as you know, last week we had a really exciting event, and that was the return of the spicy commentator herself. Yes. And I'm happy to say, for two weeks in a row, we got her back again. And um, this week, she's got something really exciting. If you listened last week, we had quite an ordeal trying to find a certain suite at the Kambini, but um, we were able to get it. And so, um, yeah, I think we should just let her take it away. What do you say? Let's do it. Hey, guys. Today, I'll introduce Koisuru Kayobi no Chocotto Relax Shoe in English, Cream Puff with Chocolate Cream. This is a shoe cream from the Combini drama that Matt and Mike talked about last week. We searched so many 7 Eleven, but I finally got it. The top of this shoe is covered with crystal sugar, which gives it a crunchy texture. A shoe cream with crystal sugar is new and interesting. The pastry is really chewy. The chocolate was not too sweet and really delicious. My score is 4 stars. I'm looking forward to the next episode of this drama and I'm excited for the next collaboration item. See ya! Whoa. Outstanding, Mike, mm. that uh, finally you were able to hunt down one of these sweets here. Uh, an exciting product, I guess. The innovative crystal sugar on top making the shoe cream crunchy you don't you don't normally associate the shoe cream with crunch but they've managed to pull that off here that is that sounds outstanding 
Yeah, yeah, like you said, I mean, that's a that's a new innovation in terms of shoe technology. Uh, yeah, and, you know, finally, like, like I said, we, so when we went before, it was almost nine, I think it was maybe seven to nine, seven elevens we went to, sold out everywhere. And when we were going home for, uh, to my, my parents this week, we just stopped in an old, who knows, you know, just a random old 7-Eleven and there it was. So, wow. uh, yeah, hopefully we're going to be hearing more about these items uh, with this uh, link with this drama uh, in the future. And hopefully we get more of the, com- uh, the spicy commentator going forward. Yeah, can't wait to hear more about sweets coming out of the drama and just loving having the spicy commentator back for a second week in a row. Yep. All right, Mike, it's now time for my favorite segment each week. That is at Mm -hmm. the Gimba with Mike. The Gimba, of course, the place where the action happens. Mike, you are where the action happens in Japan. What items do you have to review this week that we recently featured? Okay, well, Matt, I got to be completely honest. We haven't recently featured these ones, but um, you know what? It's getting to be winter, and um, you know what winter means. It means Oden. It means premium fried chicken, um, and it means Nikuman. And, uh, you know, we, we talked about Nikuman today as well. And Nikuman, it's uh, Chinese-style uh, buns, steamed mm. buns with things mm-hmm. inside. And so this week, I actually went for a couple different Nikuman this week. So um, let me just show you what I got. Um to start off, boom. This is Family Mart's Coco Uchi. They did a merger, they, they, a collabo wow. with Coco Ichi, the famous mm. curry chain wow. in Japan. And this is the cheese curry mom. And as you can see, they got the, I guess, oh. Coco Ichi written there. And then, boom, they got the cheese inside. This was great. Uh, this this for me, four stars. Um, you know, Curry Man, I, I think you'd agree, Matt. When we're talking about the top three mons <laughs> at the Kabini, you got the Nikuman, you got the Pizza Mon, and you got the Curry Man. You got the Curry Man, yeah. That's on the Mount Rushmore of Nikuman, right? <laughs> that's right, exactly. Yeah. So this is, you know, this is one of the, the staple lines here, except it's got the cheese. And I got to say, it was pretty good. It looks fantastic. Um, and Kokoichi, that mm. is amazing. Kokoichi is probably the largest curry rice chain in Japan. Right. And to think that their tremendous product is stuffed inside of a Nikuman with melted mm. cheese. I'll tell you what, uh, I'm surprised it only earned four out of five stars. So, uh, wow. That's- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me just explain a little bit. So it was great, but um, and only 120 yen, 21 yen, by the way. Let me just throw that in there. So here's here's my picture here. The, the So it was great. Don't get me wrong, but the cheese was a little overpowering. There were a couple bites where I had and I, it, it didn't even really have the curry flavor. So it was just a little bit overpowering. But in general, it was great. Great photography here. That's almost super salary man level. <laughs> breakdown well no no that's that's way too high of a praise there there's no way i'm at the that his level but um all right and one more i've got like i said i got a couple nikuman this week 
This is the Dodecamon. This one, Matt, as you can see, this is the double the size of the Nikumon. Wow. And this is a special item they got going on right now. Let me show you what it looks like. Boom. You can oh, see that's a oh, that looks like big a card tire. Jesus. That's Christ. a big boy. That's a big boy. And oh, let me tell really? you, this, I'll give it a three star. So this was actually a tie up with the Sendigan, I think is the name of the, uh, the ramen chain that they. Oh, okay. And they're actually, Matt, this is how I was described. Maybe you can see in this. Jiro inspired. Oh no! Oh yeah. No. So this was a Ninniku Mashimashi. This was oh. a garlic bomb going on right here. Bomb. Yep. Um, yep. And um, but I'd just like to say I'd give it maybe three stars. It was a little bit too much for me to be honest. It was it was a lot of garlic, and this is what it was wrapped in. As you can see, classic Japanese design here. Um, Matt, I know you have a you know have a close connection with Jiro. Um, and Mons in general, well, yeah, what, what do you think? Yeah, you actually kind of triggered me there, Mike. I have uh, Jiro <laughs> PTSD from my time eating that ramen. And then to see the words mush mush there, my goodness, I might need to step away for a second. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, Jiro ramen is the style that just piles huge slices of pork giant pile of bean sprouts and then loads of garlic and then mm. the mashi mashi you can call out for more so if you want more raw garlic in your ramen you just say <laughs> which is garlic mashi mashi if you oh. want more pork fat in your ramen you can add that too if you want more pork you can add that as well and it's also oh. in a really rich pork broth it's Oof. enough to really uh, put you down. You, you don't want to go unless you got at least a Neo Rest, you know, like a 150 house, because you're going to be sitting there for a while. You might want to mount a TV in your bathroom beforehand, because you're going to settle in for quite a while. Um, this looked good, Mike. It, it's huge. Yeah. 400 it's huge. calories for a Nikuman is just oh, yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this thing looks like it belongs on a Jeep Wrangler. Um, <laughs> yeah, Oof. I I want nothing to do with this. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, like I said, three stars, maybe two stars, but um, yeah, that uh, that wraps up for this week at the uh, at the Gembal. I'll see what I can get next week. All right, thanks, Mike. Now, um, to wrap up the podcast, we're gonna take a trip down memory lane, Mike. Oh with yeah. A convenient memory. We start oh, podcast ending each week with our convenient memory. Mm -hmm. And uh, after seven months of encouraging our listeners to call in and leave a convenient memory, a listener finally has. Thank God. <laughs> and uh, we're going to play that for our listeners as we promise. As we promised. We'll just, we're playing it live. We're not doing any editing here. <laughs> So let's go ahead and take a listen to our very first Kanbini memory. Hey, Kanbini boys, this is Josh from Washington, D.C., longtime listener, first time caller. Um, just want to share a memory uh, from years ago. It was on a motorcycle journey in the Noto, um, oh. you know, like listening to my 
uh, my GPS, my headphones, saying things like, in two miles, turn left at, onto, trying to figure that out and not get lost. So I was a little bit stressed out and trying to figure out what I'd do for lunch and came across a family mart someplace in the middle of the Noto and um, was just looking for something really refreshing and went inside and um, mm. it was the comfort of kind of knowing what was going on. I didn't have to, with my very limited mm-hmm. Japanese, to try to uh, talk to someone in a restaurant that might have been serving dinner or like <laughs> not serving lunch or something like that. Um, so I went into the Kabini and was thinking like, wow, man, what's going to be refreshing? So I picked up a, a Boss Black, um, a, an Omeboji Onigiri, and then I was like, ah, you know what? I could really go for something else, and I just didn't know what it was, and then I found these glorious isosceles right triangles of somehow, like, uh, uh, the crust snack bread, bread that looked like it never had crust on it at all. Like, not that somebody had cut it off, but just like crust with bread wrapped around. Lunch pack. What I'm pretty sure was just lettuce. It was just like a lettuce sandwich. <laughs> and it looked like the best thing that I could possibly have eaten. And let me tell you, it was. It was amazing. Um, so I grabbed my, my bag, um, got back on mm. my motorcycle, and uh, uh, found a beautiful vista. Um, where it seemed like, um, you know, it was permissible to eat food and uh, had my lunch. And it was just an amazing, wonderful day uh, where the, mm. the convenience came to my, my rescue uh, uh, as I was wandering. Um, so, anyway, love the show, guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Have a good one. Matt, you're, hold on. You're going to have to take the lead because I'm, I'm starting to tear up a little bit. I'm not uh... <laughs> That in there. <laughs> well, we always we we often talk about the convenience that shining beacon, mm-hmm. and here another example where a man is lost, nowhere to go, and there it is that shining bright light. In this case, a family mart mm-hmm. walks in, doesn't even know knows right away what to do. The yeah. boss black. The boss black. The umeboshi onigiri. Yeah. And then the isosceles, perfectly <laughs> described, yes, has this bread ever had crust on it? Probably no. not. Stuffed with lettuce. And he was on his way back on his motorcycle. Rescued was the word he used, Mike. Mm. Uh, how many times has the Konbini rescued somebody? Probably countless numbers of times. Yeah. Yeah, what a beautiful story. And mm-hmm. um, I just got to say thank you to this anonymous caller. I mean, this was uh, this is one of the great <laughs> memories I've I've heard. And like I said, I was tearing up a little bit there at the end, you know, <laughs> this Vista, you're overlooking the Sea of Japan, you've got your Kambini Hall, oh, got your motorcycle parked to the side. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there really anything that that rises above that. I don't think so. If somebody, you know, hopefully in the future, maybe someone has an even more beautiful convenient memory. But um, for now, I just got to say thank you, caller. We thank you after all these all these months we've been waiting. And um, thank you for having and sharing such a, a wonderful story. Yeah. 
Thank you to that caller. And hopefully <laughs> this will inspire more of our listeners to call in with their own Conveni memories. Well, Mike, uh, that wraps up the show wow. this week. Episode 29 is in the can. Uh, to all of our listeners, thank you. And please share and rate the podcast so more folks can find it. Also, check out our YouTube channel where you can see all of the items that we're talking about. Like and subscribe. Also, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And if you do want to share a Conveni memory, just call us at 617-453-8207 and we'll play your Conveni memory on the podcast. Thanks, everybody. And Mike, I'll see you at the Conveni. See you at the convenience, Matt.